No, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> Hey guys and gals, this is Smash Tower for Con Air Radio. I am back. It is the holiday weekend, and I was actually very lucky enough to get four days off in a row. And I did get a chance to rest, rest, rest. And I feel very invigorated. I'm actually looking forward to going back to work tomorrow, and so I am going to do a podcast. Yes, a podcast. It's such a bizarre thing, isn't it? I did say I was going to try to do this every Sunday, but it's going to be close to Sunday, Monday. I will still try to improve. It will be at least I'm going to try to do it every weekend. I will try to do it every weekend. Yes, that is the point, right? What is the point? The point is... I must do better. All right. On that note, I got a few things to talk about. I had some money to play with, so I went ahead and started picking up some things I'm going to need later on this year. Picked myself some nice little uh, table stands for my microphones, and they're working pretty good. I currently have my wireless mic hooked up to this microphone stand, and it's working well. The whole idea for doing this is so I can get rid of some of those ambient noises that we don't really like in the podcast or recording world. So, And those are the, the little noises that you hear when people are messing with their mic. If you're holding your mic by hand while you're recording, it is background noise. Yes. Those are the things you don't like to hear. You know, I'll give you a, I'll give you a preview. If you grab a hold of the mic stand, you might hear they're moving around. It's the same thing if you grab the mic. You know, it's a little higher pitch. Or if you rub your fingers across the cover of the mic. Yeah, these are things you don't want. <laughs> so don't do that. Don't do that at all. I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay, so what have I got to talk to you about? All right, so I, I said I picked up some stuff for down the road. I have the potential of having a table at two co- local cons here in Arizona. So I'm hoping to have this gear ready so that we can interview as many of you that I can find. So, when I have these tables up, and hopefully I will have decent bannerage to say that I'm here, um, hopefully uh, you'll come over and visit us. Uh, You might actually get the opportunity to get on the show where we might talk to you about your experiences at this con or as a cosplayer or as a guest of a con. We may ask you these strange questions. Uh, 
How are you feeling? Yeah, yeah. Do you like this con? Of course you like the con. Everybody likes the con. The cons are fun. You must always like the con. <laughs> yes, I do feel like I have a few screws loose. I'm a little bit energized. As I said, I had four days off of work, and it was very, very, very helpful. I feel excited. I feel like I'm ready to rock and roll. So, uh, on that note, uh, no, I'm not going to play no rock and roll. Now, I've been told, and I've heard, and I've observed, you can go to TikTok and play music on TikTok because they don't have the copyright issues that we have. And I've been seeing people getting away with this for a long time. And I say the word getting away with it, I'm not not trying to be negative. I actually am quite excited about the people that are able to play music and appreciate the music that they enjoy. And believe me, I've been debating about it myself. Um, I'm not much for being in front of the camera, though, so that's part of the problem. You know, I mean, how could I spend, you know, an hour or so playing music for you guys and not want to be in front of the camera? I like being behind the camera, behind the curtain. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. It's just where I happen to be hanging out. <laughs> that doesn't sound creepy, creepy, creepy at all. <laughs> so... Uh, equipment that I have bought. Well, I was scanning over Amazon, and I knew I wanted to get some stands, so I picked up the stands. Got a pretty good deal. I was quite happy. Picked up four stands that are weighted bases, so I didn't want to go with the tripod uh, stands because I was just afraid that they may fall over. You know, the the stands might, you know, fall over or... or give when they're not you know tightened enough or whatever so i went with these nice weighted stands and these are kind of cool they get about a couple of pounds of weight in the in the base of them and uh, they stand up nicely so i'm quite happy with this i can't wait to put the others together i've only got one of them right now one is only together right now and eventually i'll get the other three so i will have four at three plus one yes four I will have four for up-and-coming cons. So I was very, very excited. So while I was very, very excited about that, something popped up while I was doing my Amazon surfing, and I saw this very nifty little uh, box. You know, how do I call it? Um, hmm. It's kind of like a mixer, um, a soundboard. You know, you can pre-program a couple of the buttons to do what you want. Some of them are already um, programmed so that you can... I guess they're pre-programmed too. You can record at least three buttons and put something on it for yourself. And then the rest are actually preset. <coughs> well, anyway, it was a nifty little box. Had some uh, nice dials, lots of buttons, and it turned pretty, pretty colors when you plug it in which it actually doesn't need to be plugged in because it has a lithium battery. So you can charge it up, and it doesn't have to be plugged into any kind of power source. That makes it quite mobile. 
So part of me was sitting there going, wow, I can use this for my podcasting. And this would be absolutely awesome. I could add, you know, applause and booze and, you know, gunshots and things like that. Well, that was part of the idea. Well, I bought it. And I played with it pretty much the first night or so. And then realized that because of the design of this device, it's too small for what I need. Um, it does not have the capabilities um, to do what I want to do. So I was a little disappointed. Now, on that same note, um, when I was disappointed then, it was a, all right, I'm exhausted. I've been playing with this thing for, for a while. It doesn't seem to do what I want, but it does do a bunch of cool stuff. So I think it's still usable. I just have to figure out how to use it. So it may be something that I use based on my cell phone, like for TikTok or something. So I may end up trying to play with that. And it could also even be a situation where I just need to convert some cables so that um, everything I would like to run through this mixing board would actually be able to work. So that's something I'm going to still do some research on. Um, as of right now, the little toy that I was hoping that I was going to play with um, is not ready yet. But I'm still quite excited because I did get that new toy. I did get my four um, table mics. So I am hoping, 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 fingers crossed, that this is a start for me to get the rest of the equipment that I need for the podcasting for these events. So currently, you are listening to me through a one uh, of the cordless mics. I'm hoping to buy three more. The downside, these puppies were a hundred bucks a pop. And I'm like, wow, you know, these two little devices. One you put in the bottom of your microphone, the other one you put in your, the recording device. <coughs> so basically, amplifier, receiver. You know, the mic has it, it sends the signal to the receiver, the receiver sends it into the recording device, and poof, you have podcast. Okay? So currently, the device that I use to record has the ability to put in th uh, four mics in total. And then there's an adapter that I technically can buy down the road that'll allow me to go two more. Now, potential for that is pretty wicked. The necessity of it is kind of minor. How do I really ever think I'm gonna have six, six people I hear on my recording device during a podcast? It could, I mean, during my, younger years of doing this um, I did have a soundboard and we had it set up and we had it maxed out with like four but uh, I don't think ever anything more than that but it would be interesting to try I mean can you see controlling six different mics being able to enhance it enough to where you can hear everybody you get all that positive um energy flowing through a massive conversation of six different mics. The hardest thing about that is trying to get people not to talk over themselves. <laughs> so it's like, oh my God. 
helps this person get a talk over their best buddy over there. <laughs> but anyway, six mics would probably be overdoing it, but uh, we'll see. It really depends on how successful the four mic system will work. Uh, it will be kind of a clunky thing. Uh, I do like this recorder because it was very portable. Um, but by adding the um, three other mics and receivers, it will make it very clunky. So I may end up having to put it on a tripod to keep it from moving around a whole heck of a lot. We will see. I'm also attempting to see if I can construct a messenger bag that will allow me to put the mics in the messenger bag and then just pull them out and hand them to the individuals and everything's already hooked up and ready to go. It is plausible. It might work. We will have to see. I haven't gotten that far, Captain. I haven't. <laughs> so anyway, that's pretty much the equipment that I picked up. Um, I am quite excited because, as I said, the convention circuit is still coming. Um, I did add uh, a couple of new shows to my little countdown clock that I post up uh, every so often on Instagram. Um, the only downside is only one of the three events that I put on there actually has a date. So the others are kind of a general countdown so it's approximately this date range until I find out further down the road. I have put out some feelers to, to give myself a date on some of these conventions and I'm still looking to add two. So um, I'm hoping to add at least one out of town convention. I just don't know which one yet. There are at least two that are nearby that I'm really interested in um, and uh, I have my fingers crossed I was approved to go to one of them uh, several years ago but finances made it impossible for me to get there I have a better <coughs> um, system now for putting money away so I'm hoping that if I bump that up a little bit uh, it will make that convention more accessible because I only go to a couple of conventions and stay over. Most of them are, I just come up, uh, spend the day, go home, crash, come up, spend the day, go home, crash. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and that's just one of the things when it comes to local conventions that's, uh, that usually happens. But there are a couple that I will go and I'll stay at. So we are still calculating out uh, new conventions uh, or other conventions to add on to our list. But some of our biggest problems are some of the conventions are teaming up on the same date as conventions that I'm planning on already going to. So unless they make changes on the dates, um, they're conventions that I'll probably never get to go to um, because I'm already going to other conventions. So, unless they adjust the dates. My God, why do you plan a convention where there's another convention on the same weekend in the same state? I mean, you've got to realize people, even vendors, go out of their way to go to these conventions. And you have two clashing conventions. One is going to lose benefit out of it. And it's so much nicer just going, well... <laughs> 
if I do this convention on this date, the same vendors that I'm hoping that were at their convention will be at my convention. They'll be eagerly waiting to go. So, any con runners out there, please, please, please try to arrange your conventions on other weekends. I, I would like to go to all the conventions out there, as many as I possibly can. But if you keep planning them on the same convention or on the same dates as other conventions, it's just not going to happen. It isn't. Damn it, man. So, anywho, um, with the knowledge of at least two of these conventions that are going to probably be um, on tables, I'm trying to decide if I have enough time to build some specially designed cases to hold my gear. And when I say hold my gears, I want to be able to walk these two cases right straight into the convention center, right into the location that I'm going to have my booth, and take the tops off, take the backs off, and unload my gear and set it up without having to return back to the vehicle. I would love to do this in one, boom, one drop-off setting. And I think it is possible. Now, I still have a lot of, of to do. If it doesn't make it this year, I will be extremely de um, depressed because I really was hoping that I can get them finished this year. But work has just kept me so going that I haven't been able to break off and start to work on these things. But I am getting closer. Um, the original goal is to create these two cases that will be able to be slid in the back of my minivan that I have. The problem is, is that my minivan currently is not running anyway. So not only would I have to fix the minivan so I can move these cases and get it up and running and legal, um, I have to build the cases. And some of these conventions are coming up pretty quick. I mean, I am virtually, what do we want to call it? I am virtually, oh, see, that's some of that static that we don't want to talk about. And I think it has a lot to do with my phone. So, if we were looking at... <coughs> oop, that's not what I wanted. Close that. There, that's what I wanted. Alright, so, one of the conventions is just under two months away. And that is Sabotin. My goal for Sabotin is to have a table. And Greg, yes, that's me asking politely. I have a table um, so that we can set up and do interviews and be a much much more pleasanter people <laughs> be there for the customers we'll be there for the vendors we'll be there for the guests but the great idea is to have plenty of interviews so many of us can listen to my not so pleasant voice and hopefully, I will have a much better co-host guest <laughs> than myself. But we will see. We will see. So, as I was saying, one of my conventions is coming up in about two months. That convention is one of the ones I was hoping to have a table and my gear set up. I believe the gear might be a challenge 
in that two month period, but I am going to see if I can do it. Problem is, is that I don't think I'll have the van correct for that time. So might actually can get the gear done, but I may not have the van. <sighs> so depressing. Don't like that. But the next one after that, that I'm supposed to have a table at is Uukan. 115 days away from today. So that one, there is a possibility I might be able to get the gear completed. And maybe the truck if I'm really persistent. So anyway, that's one of the goals. Just to let you guys know that I add, did add the Arizona Renaissance onto this list um, for events that I'm hoping to start to do or going to do. I did not get the opportunity to go this last year, so my fingers are crossed that I can go this year. The Arizona Renaissance is 214 days away. It is February 2nd, so put that in your little calendar. It's time to get dressed up <coughs> old school. Bring your swords, bring your daggers, bring your booze, and let's have some fun. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's some of the stuff that's coming up. We talked about my equipment that I'm working on still. And, uh, of course, I'm still going to have to start doing some media work. Um, I'm actually thinking about setting up a, a table with a TV and have, like, uh, photo stills and possible video clips of several of the events that we did and see if we can um, help you guys know what uh, Con Air really is. You know, so, I mean, guys, I've been doing this for a long time. And uh, there have been a lot of people that have been on it with me, uh, with this ride, and uh, have gone on their own separate ways. Matter of fact, yes, Jared, I had my wife tell me just earlier today that someone I know has gotten engaged. Engaged. Jeez. And I didn't hear about it except for through Facebook. Depressed, depressed, depressed. Not cool, man. Not cool. Sheesh. Anyhow, congratulations, Jared and Sunshine. I feel that you guys are a fantastic couple. The time that I spent with you guys uh, is always a joy and always entertaining. So I'm really, really excited for you guys. Um, get that marriage going so uh, you know I'll know someone else that's kind of married that's into this into this circuit you know I haven't seen you at a cons recently and I'm presuming you guys got your own things going now so you know sometime reach out it would be nice to have you back even just for one show or something you know special guests you know it could be done <coughs> I'm not holding anything against you for running out on me <laughs> no just joking <laughs> everyone's got their own ideas not everyone can uh, you know not everyone has my my ideas for what I would like to see with Con Air and uh, you know I like to see what other people have come up with you know some other people have done amazing things out there so once again Jared and Sunshine congratulations Hopefully, we'll see you guys some other time in the near future. So, on another note, 
I've been trying to go see more movies so we can talk about these movies. And I think I might have hinted it a little bit. And if you follow me on uh, Instagram, you probably saw. I went and saw Indiana Jones and the uh, Dial of Destiny. Well, let's tell you. I, I was uncomfortable with the way it started because Harrison Ford looked really, really old. But then I realized uh, he has gotten up there. <laughs> he is a little bit older. But it, it was just a kind of like a flash. I mean, I really enjoyed the, the beginning of it, like the, the jump back to when he was a younger indie. And it was cool. You know, and I, I'm i not quite sure how they did it. You know, part of me is thinking, did is this computer generated? You know, um, because if it is, I would have to say I don't think I've seen better. Now, it could have been really good makeup. And it could have been, I don't know, bits and pieces of stuff that they cut from other the other indie movies to make it look like he was really much younger in this but I tell you if it was computer generated it was probably some of the best stuff to, of youth of making a person look young again um, that I've seen in a long time so I'm not exactly sure how it is and this may come up somewhere down the road again because uh, I'm always a little fascinated with movie technology um, like Avatar the 3D um, creation in the first Avatar was fascinating. Um, when I went to go see the second one, uh, I didn't see it in 3D, so I didn't get the full, the full venue of it, the full feeling of it, the way it should be. And I'm kind of disappointed about that. So there's a part of me that's waiting to, to maybe it'll come back out in the theaters and in the 3D theater and I can go see it there. Uh, and that's probably something that'll happen. I mean, they seem to bring these movies back out again, especially when they're huge blockbusters. Um, but um, <coughs> I liked it. Um, I liked it that he touched base with other characters uh, characters that are, you know, from his past, you know, and uh, it was pretty wicked. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, I, I've gotten into this nasty habit of trying to stay through the the credits, <clears throat> thinking that everybody's like Marvel now and they're putting some kind of hidden scene in the very, very, very back of the movies. I can honestly say I did want to stay, <clears throat> and see if there was something like that with um, Indiana Jones. Um, but I just kind of like, well, I can't. I, I'm, I'm just not going to stay this time. I, I don't believe there is anything out there. My luck is there was. but And I'll miss out on it. I, if I have to, I may have to search it up on the Internet down the road. Um, or go see the movie again, which is always a, po a possibility. I, when I, I like a movie, I have a tendency to go see it more than once. But um, there were times in the movie that I uh, was tearful, you know, because I'm sitting there going, oh, that's exciting. You know, oh, that's kind of cool, you know. But, um, you know, it, it was a good movie. And I think I was more 
emotional um, in the last, I don't know, maybe 20-ish, 20, 20-ish minutes of the movie for me. So, so when you guys go, you know, let me know what you think. Uh, send me a message on Instagram or send me a go to the website, smashtowerstudio.com. And uh, punch into the chat down there. Uh, it'll send me an email of what your thoughts are. Let me know. I mean, did you like the movie? I liked it. But I've also been told I'm not that picky. You know, there's a lot of movies I don't like. Um, but I do like action movies, sci-fi movies, fantasy movies. I prefer those. <coughs> now, there are a lot of movies that are out there that other people couldn't stand. And I'm like, seriously? I like that movie. You know, but they're like, well, it kind of got off the beaten path of the comic book, so I really didn't like it. And the costume wasn't correct to the comic book, so I really didn't like it. Or, uh, you know, the book said this. You know, I'm like, it was, you know, they always say based on the book or based on the comic it doesn't say word for word from the comic <laughs> no that's not what it is because if it is would you really want to go see the movie if you've already read the book four times if you knew that exactly what you were reading is going to show up in this movie would you really be excited to see it you already know what's on the next page <laughs> is it really worth it you've got to make a change you've got to change it up now, on that same note of changing up things, something that I'm not a big fan of are reboots. Hollywood should be really be not doing reboots. And if you're going to do reboots, don't don't change the style of the movie. You don't take an action show and turn it into a comedy. Stupid. Stupid. You know, comedians are comedians. Leave them there. You can still have a funny movie, but don't make it a reboot. Or if you're gonna do a reboot of a fun do a reboot of a funny movie. Here we go. How about this? Or or do you make or do you tear apart a classic movie for a reboot? So let's reboot Caddyshack. I have a lot of friends that enjoy this movie. It was a hilarious movie. Let's reboot it. Let's put DiCaprio. Let's put uh, who else? I don't know. Let's put a bunch of straight characters in this movie because hey, Caddyshack was comedy. We all know it. The ones that have seen it enjoyed it the ones that have enjoyed it chances are never ever ever want to see it change i hate reboots i don't think and this off the top of my head there may be one or two i don't know i don't think that i've ever seen a reboot that i enjoyed as much as the original the originals are classics. So if you're going to tear something apart, 
I mean, let's talk about a couple other classic comedies. Let's go, ooh, similar to Caddyshack, Stripes. Stripes. Now, there is a funny movie. So, if we were going to reboot Stripes, would we make it serious? Would we keep it in a comedy scenario? Who would be the actors that we would make these characters? I mean, seriously, there's a lot of funny characters in movie stripes. Who would be the actors? Who would you bring that are modern-day actors to replace the classic comedian actors from these movies? See, I, I think... I think there's almost like some incredible thought that can be put into this. You know, who would you have play the Bill Murray character in um, in either of the movies, Caddyshack or um, uh, Stripes? You know, there's there's a lot of people that you can put in these movies. Are they going to screw it up and turn the entire movie into a laughing stock of Hollywood? <laughs> well, I don't know. They could, and I can tell you, I don't like most remakes that I've seen. There may be small pieces of a remake that I like, or one character of a remake I might like. So, ooh, how about this one? Dukes of Hazard, Classic or the remake? Which is better? classic or the remake now from someone who grew up watching Dukes of Hazzard I loved seeing Daisy in her Daisy Dukes Catherine Bach fantastic job in that character but I do have to say in the remake I do like Jessica Simpson's character Jessica Simpson's version and that's it Nothing, nothing else about that movie would ever hip up on my radar. They were, the rest of it was terrible, outrageously terrible. You cannot, cannot do that to a classic TV show and improve it. Now, there have been some classic TV shows that turned out reasonably well, but I don't think they beat the original. So, let's talk... Uh, MacGyver. Richard Dean Anderson did an awesome job as the original MacGyver. Um, and the kid that did the MacGyver in the, the TV show that was running for a couple of years, um, he did do a good job. And I actually thought that that could have kept that series going for a few more years. But Hollywood evidently didn't like it, so they can it. And it comes off the air, and everyone scatters to the winds. It bothers me when Hollywood has the opportunity to improve or continue a storyline, maybe in a different direction, but with the same characters. But they opt out of doing that. And you've totally, once, once you opt out of doing that, you've totally destroyed any possibilities of having a, a successful reboot or spinoff. If you don't do it, then. Don't wait 10 years to do a spinoff 
when the original kid, when the original characters are old and gray. I mean, I was excited, and I'm still not 100% sure if it's going to happen or not. <clears throat> I've heard rumors that there's going to be a Game of Thrones spinoff with Rob Snow, or with uh, Jon Snow, not Rob Snow. Um, and I would be excited to watch that. I love the character of Jon Snow. I would love to see what happened after the uh, after he went north of the wall. Um, but I've heard rumors that, yes, it was being filmed, and then I've heard rumors that, no, it's not being filmed. So I don't know. It's a sit and wait otherwise. And I will. I'll sit and wait because that one may be worthwhile sitting. I heard a rumor, or I've had a lot of people talk about should there be a spin-off from Arya Stark? Same thing. Game of Thrones. Should she get her, uh, a spin-off of her adventures out on her own? I do think so. Um, I do think that these or both of those choices would have been a better choice than the prequel House of Dragons. Now, on that same note, I have never seen an episode of House of Dragons. Yes, it is on my to-do list. And yes, I probably will be seeing it somewhere in the near future. But um, <clears throat> I still think both of those spinoffs would have been highly sought after over the House of Dragons. Um, and it bothers me that they haven't come to conclusion. They haven't come together. Um, I believe the Arya Stark rumors were just that, rumors. And then she's moved on to other projects. Um, and they don't have a story for her or what. But I think she's still young enough that she could do the character if the Hollywood people will pull the heads out of their asses and put the project together. I also think that... Uh, uh, the game is the, the Jon Snow. That is a must. It is ten times. Storyline of his adventures north would be ten times more sought after than I think the, the, the House of Dragons. I mean, we saw that, yes, he went north. Yes, it was cold. Yes, uh, it's sparse. Um... So, yeah, it's going to be kind of bleak. So is it going to be bleak to where you can't find new ways to, to make episodes? Then that just tells you that Hollywood has lost its creativity. They have better, they could have better luck creating spinoffs and um, sequels. And maybe even prequels than reboots and I'll say that always there are very few reboots that I think that ever should be done there are some movies that I don't think they should go on at all anymore I'm not a big fan of uh, Fast X um, which is really weird because I did like the original and I did like um, was the second or the third one uh, not Tokyo Drift so <coughs> there were several that I liked but unfortunately, they just got lame after that. Not wanting to see them anymore. And, for example, there are other... Some worlds, 
universes, book series, are so vast that they can easily, easily make spinoffs. And you don't even have to use the main characters anymore. Or you just bring them in for a touch of the the storyline. Um, a good example of that is the Harry Potter universe. Yes, I did say Harry Potter universe. Potterhead universe. Whatever you want to call it. The universe of Hogwarts. There are a variety of ways that you can continue those movies on. Or even a series, a TV series, could continue on. I would love to watch a TV series of um, Hogwarts. And it didn't even have to be Hogwarts. Maybe it could be um, something just in the universe. Um, You know, maybe students that uh, have, uh, like, first-year students, they start off in their own school nearby. And then the second year, they go to a neighboring school of witchcraft. Um, You know, so someone's learning here in the United States. Then they go over to Hogwarts. Then they go to, you know, they just continue to the next school. We know that there are at least three major schools in Europe. Um, so if, if they would make a series out of this, you know, they could have every season of the first series. You know, it's like the first three, four years, <coughs> they're you know, going from one school to the next, learning their first, their second, their third year, new instructors, new characters, you know, maybe dabbling back to the original school to uh, do some kind of uh, um, testing, you know, how the a version of the owls, you know, to where they can go and uh, test how their, how their uh, schooling has gone since they left the original school. Or a new way of, of creating the students is transferring them from one school to another, to another, to another, so that they get a good mix of the different magics. Uh, that would be a fantastic way to, for a series to continue. You know, we find new young characters. Boom, they start the school. The first year they're at Hogwarts. The second year they're at, you know, the uh, some school here in the U.S. You know, type things. And then they just keep going for a few years, and then they graduate, you know, and in season five or something like that, and go on to advanced studies, uh, learning dragons or or uh, other things. <coughs> so, you know, pronounced, she's going. I I've done this for this for this long, and I've decided that I'm going to go potions. Or I'm going to go dragons. Or I'm going to go, you know, in some sort of the mystics. So it would be four years of of that. A fifth year of kind of like a college version. And maybe even a sixth or a seventh year of an apprenticeship under a great wizard. You know, and this is one of those things that, I mean, there's so many things out there that Hollywood could do. So why don't they? Are <coughs> things being destroyed by the creators? Did um, 
Rollins decided that I don't want any more movies made um, based on my books? You know, does she have the controlling choice to say, nope, I don't want to see it? You know, or did Hollywood itself just say, you know, I don't want to put that kind of money out there. You know, we, we tried it for the prequel. Um, it didn't make as much money as, as, as the original. So let's, uh, let's cut our cho- choices and cut our uh, ties now and not do any more. Because uh, that would be the wrong decision. But everything in Hollywood is financially based. Not because people are fans of it, just it's just outright financially based. If a movie doesn't bring in, you know, billions worth of dollars over over a, the age, then they're just gonna like, I, nope, we're not gonna do it. And I don't understand. They'll waste time rebooting classics and having somebody come in and going, hey, <coughs> we want to tweak this movie. And we want you to look, watch all the episodes, find a way to tweak this into a comedy. <coughs> I think these are the wrong decisions. I think Hollywood has potential to create new movies, but they're just failing. And when they decide to make a reboot of something, they just hack it up, make it worse. I mean, there are some movies I'd love to see made into a reboot just because the original actors are no longer there you know so you can't see them in that position anymore or <clears throat> the new generations have never seen the original so they have nothing to compare it to I mean like for example I love pirate movies so why haven't they redone Captain Blood you know, Errol Flynn's Captain Blood. That's a, a movie that would be interesting to be seen, redone. You know, who would you have do it? What character can you do that would be a Captain Blood character in original movie? Yes, I know all you guys out there are going, Captain Blood, what Captain Blood? What the hell's Captain Blood? Captain Blood is a black and white pirate movie. Yes, they made pirates before. The Caribbean. Lots of them, actually. And it was a good movie. I liked it. And I really think that if they decided to reboot it, I could like it again. If they were smart, don't change the style of movie. It's not meant to be a comedy. It's meant to be a pirate movie. It's meant to be suspenseful bit of a romance maybe some excitement but don't screw that up Hollywood jeez I think I've been on a, a soapbox with a bit there for a bit so I'll I'll step off the box here and um, I'll just kind of say it's been a fantastic evening guys and gals I'm going to go ahead and let you go so you can go back to your normally scheduled broadcast shows, which are probably streaming anyway. So you can watch them anytime. You should be listening to me. You can, well, of course, you can listen to me pretty much anytime. You can find me basically everywhere. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on iTunes. I'm on Google Play. 
I'm on Stitcher Radio. Heck, almost every major platform for uh, streaming, podcasting, I'm there. I'm sure. Look me up. Conair Radio. We are there. And if you don't want to go to another website, I'm making it simple. Go to smashtowerstudio.com, my website, and you can see some of my projects. Some of them are a little stagnant right now because I've been focusing on Con Air and work. But uh, there are other projects out there, and there's another podcast on that there list. So hopefully there will be more coming. So got to love it. All right, once again, guys, if you see me out and about and you want to just come up and say hi, please do. If I'm recording, please wait. (laughs) But if I'm not recording, please come up to me and talk to me. We are excited to talk to you listeners. I love hearing people that have listened to the show, you know. And there's there are plenty of shows to listen to. I mean, seriously, I think I'm just about at 110 right now. So, hey, you know, whatever it takes, let's get more out there, more done. Let's get some guests. Let's get some cosplayers. Let's get some listeners in there. And let's see what we can find out. Find out what you're thinking. I'll use my ESPN. I'll read your mind. Or watch a good sports channel, one or the other. But, uh, you know, I'm getting ready. I'm getting tired. I'm getting cranky. Okay, well, if anything, we'll see you at the con. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you And I think to myself Bullshit! What a wonderful world Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.